Okay, say well, is this what we're really doing? Check, check, check. Whoa. Yeah. What it do, people? Y'all are tuned in to another episode of Produced by Sabo World. And this is your host, Sabo World. And I want to let y'all know, man, we got a very, very, very special guest in the building today. Before we get into this episode, I'm going to do a quick shout out to the sponsors. Hey, so check it real quick. We just want to take a minute of time to give a huge shout out to our sponsors for ensuring that this podcast is comfortably and correctly recorded and edited, as well as properly distributed so that we can provide an enjoyable listening experience for our listeners. So our first shout out goes to Georgia State University, located in downtown Atlanta, Georgia. Secondly, we want to give a huge shout out to Creative Media Industries Institute, also known as the CMII Building, also located on Georgia State campus in downtown Atlanta, Georgia. The Creative Media Industries Institute builds connections between creative students and the entertainment and information industries. Its focus is on advanced technology workforce training, building a national model for media, entrepreneurship, and collaborating with media and arts industry partners. This is where creativity happens, and this is where our home studio is located at. And last but not least, we want to send a huge shout out to Lump Made Publishing LLC for being one of our distributors and making sure that this podcast is available for your listening ears, no matter what platform you decide to use. And now, let's get back to the show. All right, so like I said, everybody, we got a very, very, very special guest, man. Very, very close, near and dear person to my heart, man. I, I really got my start with music, uh, making a lot of music in this person's apartment, in his bedroom. Um, you know, a lot of crazy sessions, early morning, late night sessions. Dozens of artists in the studio at once. Hundreds of artists in the studio, you know, over the days, the weeks. Just just a lot of music got made, man. But uh, he's a traveling Bama native that's been built and grown for the moment. Audio engineer, rapper, singer, husband, soon-to-be father, social media influencer, coach, college graduate, former college athlete, eight years in, 2,000 songs later, finally has made his way to Atlanta, Georgia. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to present the song and introduce to others, C-Will to Ill. What do you do, my brother? What's going on? Man, man I can't on? call it, man. It's great, man. I'm glad you did this shit, man. No, for sure. I appreciate you inviting me on For that. sure, man. We, hey, look, so I'm, I'm, you know, I got to keep everything 1,000 with mm-hmm. the people that's listening. 
Um, cause I'm new to this shit, so I'm, I, I don't I don't know the right and the wrong way to do this right, shit. Right, so right. I'm just keeping it one thousand. We are over here in a in a very private location. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, see, Will has allowed me to come over to his crib to do this podcast today. So this is this is very special. Um, for everybody that's listening, and and, and I yes. want to say, uh, starting off, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks. I also want to say welcome back to Georgia. Yeah. And last but not least, I want to say welcome to Atlanta. Hey. I know you've been here for a while now, a few months, if nothing more. Um, but I want to say welcome. Uh, cause this 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 is this is a whole new place. You know, I know mm-hmm. you've been a lot of places, you've been a, a lot of different cities, but Atlanta is definitely a dope place. I know for you it's gonna bring a lot of success, not just with the music world. But just in your personal life as right, well, right? Um, you know. So getting started, getting started, man. I just want to ask a couple questions, man. You know, uh, so for the people who might not be familiar with Seawheel Two Ill, man, just just give us a little uh, uh, a backside of who Seawheel Two Ill is. All right, man. I think you summed it up a bunch in the uh, in the intro, but uh, but man, I'm just I'm 26. I'm, I'm a husband, uh, soon to be father, and uh, I, man, I've been around music to watching people record since I was five years old. Not you know real. what I'm saying? I'm I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a former athlete, so that competitive that competitive competitiveness yeah. will always follow me. You know what I mean? Whether yeah. I'm, no matter what I'm doing, yeah. music, um, you know, life, competition in general, um, and you know, I think that's what I bring to to music. I feel like I got a fresh sound. Yeah, um, I, I you know. I, you know, when I first started off, I sounded like J. Cole. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, you know, but I think that happens when you use a bunch of tight beats. Yeah. Um, you know, you just kind of try to figure out, find your voice. Um, so that was when I really started trying to find my voice. That was uh, maybe 20, 2014, 2015, and finally 2016, 2017 around. You you got damn popped up around 2016, 2017, yeah. well, 2018. And um, I think everything from there just kind of made me who I am today. Being in there, like you said, with 12 people in there, everybody trying to put down a verse, everybody trying to jump on the same beat, you know, teammates walking in and now judging. They, they ain't even rapping, but people like, yeah, y'all sound trash. Or y'all boys sound good. Who is that? You know, made a monster. For real. You made a beast for real. in the game, bro, because you are a beast in this game, for real, for real. I appreciate um, that. Nah, and I mean that. Uh, so, I, I got a question for you, though. Okay. I got a question for you. Um, you know, because since since then, that was late 2017, 2018, when we got the, uh, got the linking up. Yeah. And I know since then, you've made a lot of music. Mm-hmm. And not only have you made a lot of music, but you've released a lot of music, right. too. Right. I know uh, getting to this point that you're at now, the the status of art of an artist that you are now, I've noticed that you've removed certain projects mm-hmm. right. from 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 uh, some of the DSPs, and mm-hmm. I just want to know why why is that? What you know? What brought you to that? Um, all this happened recently, mm-hmm. right? I I woke up one morning after some things happened, you know, and, and you know, in my life with people that I had around me, I said, man. Why do I feel like this? And I said, man, I feel like the way I feel, um, draggy, I feel tied to things I don't want to be tied to or tied to people I don't want to be tied to. So I said, you know what? What can I do? I went to my, 
I had 109 songs on Apple Music, Spotify, all that good stuff, on, on, on all the DSPs, right? Mm-hmm. had 109 songs. I think I broke down about 56 now. The reason I did that, man, was because I wanted a fresh start. I felt like some of those songs were no longer me. Some of those songs I didn't, I didn't even do a good rollout to. Yeah. I just dropped. Just to drop, and I literally dropped it like as in you drop it and you leave it there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And um, I want it. I want it. I don't, I don't feel like that. That doesn't represent who what I stand for as an artist. Um, and anything that had me tied to people that I no longer wanted to be associated with, I deleted. Period. Because I sure. can make more songs. For sure. I can. I like. I make so many. I make so much music that I don't need to be tied to anything or anybody. I don't want to be tied to. And I just. I, I just think people, you know, should do that more often. Be like, man, I don't care about no money. I don't care about that situation. If it ain't good for me, I'm gonna keep it moving forward. Nah, for sure. And I can. I can respect. That. I fully understand that. And I respect that decision. Um, because I believe that I'm a person that that can relate to that mm-hmm. that type of thinking as well. Um, but moving forward, uh, you know, I, I I pay attention to a lot, and like I was just telling you, uh, you know, off off air, um, you know, I pay attention to a lot of the things that you do, that you say. Uh, one because you you inspire me, uh, you motivate me, you know that you that 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 competitive nature about yourself. Um, is one of the things that influences me as an artist too. It drives me to want to to, to push to be better on a daily basis. Uh, and I noticed you encouraged artists to drop more music, release mm. more music this right. year. Uh, and I noticed you dropped a project called We Tumka Baby. Yeah, yeah. We Tumka Baby. So let's talk about We Tumka Baby because. Mm. That 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 might not be something everybody is familiar with. What is We Tumka? What's a We Tumka baby? Who's the We Tumka baby? You know, right. people might have questions. So right. let's dive into We Tumka baby, man. How did you get the name for that project? Okay, so uh, I'm from We Tumka, Alabama. For sure, right? I'm from We Tumka, Alabama. Man, you've been there one time. Not for sure, yeah. Um, it's real. It's real man. smooth. It's country, um, but I, you know, I want I wanted it to be named after my city um, because I feel like. You know where you from influence you the most. Yeah, right. And I don't want people to get get it misconstrued when they hear I'm from Alabama. I don't want them to say I'm from Mobile, like I'm Young Blue or nothing like that. I don't want them to say I'm from Birmingham. I yeah. ain't Gucci Mane. I ain't from Montgomery, even though it's right around the corner, 15 minutes away. I ain't from Montgomery. I ain't Dope B. I ain't DA. I ain't Robin OG. Yeah, right. I'm C Will. C Will too ill. I'm from Wetumpka, Alabama. Alabama. And I'm a okay. Wetumpka baby. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I will. I I can't say I was born. I wasn't born in Wetumpka. I was born in Tennessee. But For real? yeah, I was born in Tennessee, but I moved to Wetumpka when I was less than a year old. Okay, okay, okay. So I'm a Wetumpka baby. You know that's, that's that's pretty cool though, bro. Because I was actually born in Ohio. I was born in Dayton, Ohio. Oh, but wow. I lived in Georgia my whole life. Wow, that's dope. um, and I say that's cool because it just I think that just goes to show of another element of uh, why you might be so artistic mm, right. in the in the in the in the catalog of music because right. you know Tennessee is another hub for music. Yeah, so it is. I don't, you know, there may be some type of connection right, with that right. as well. Hey, hey, man, and where I'm and where I'm from ain't maybe like an hour away from Memphis. For real? Yeah, it's an oh, hour. Damn, that's not far at all. Right. So, um, so I ain't gonna lie. I was looking on, uh, I was looking at the project we took a baby on Apple Music today. You know, just seeing what what songs people are really uh, feeling, which ones have the stars by them. And, and some of the ones I noticed that that people are really rocking to, uh, feeling good today. 
Um, to, to no surprise to me, Highway to Heaven, you know, uh, also the self-titled We Tunka Baby track has a star by it. And um, like water as well, man. Now, now I gotta ask, you know, I know I see the people are really rocking to these songs. Um, are 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 there any songs that were not just mentioned that are your favorites on the project? Yeah. Um, man, I love the whole project. I'm thinking, uh, what other one, man? I love Time Heals Everything. I can't even think of my own the own name of my song um off the top of my head. What is it? I called? got you, hold on, I got you, I got you. But that, <laughs> that song actually does They say time heals everything. everything. Yeah, here we go. I make too much music, man. I can't a heart's a handful. Hey, it'd a heart's be like a handful, that. <laughs> man. That's one of my favorite songs because um when I made the song I feel like um, I was trying to speak from a from a different point of view, mm-hmm. right? Um, and people love to say time heals everything, but the truth is, man, that shit do not heal most things. Yeah. To be be truthful, it's about the work you do over time to get to a better place. Gotcha. So time don't just do it. Gotcha. You can't just sit on your ass. Shit gonna happen. That's a big misconstrue. Free game alert. <laughs> <laughs> For real, man. I, I like you know. I'm I'm a god fearing man. Yeah. You did. Um, but the people who think that they can just sit there and not put no work in, not wake up uh, early and, and try to go hustle and get some money or do something to make themselves better, think that they can just wake up and, uh, you know, maybe pray and just kind of sit there and be unproductive four out, four out of seven days a week, don't work out, man. Yeah. Don't work out. A lot of those people stay, stay in the same loop. Yeah, stay there for a long time, man. Go until they realize circles. I got to do something. I got to do something different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now nah, you, you're, you're exactly right about that, man. Mm-hmm. You're exactly right about that. So I got to give these folks an exclusive, right? Because mm-hmm. you know I happen to happen to be a part of of the process for uh, the video, yeah. um, which was definitely a fun experience, I must <laughs> say. But um. Let's give the people a little exclusive, a little exclusive uh, information, man. Uh, I know, like water, you know, you shot the video for that. Yep. Um, do you have a release date for the video yet? Uh, we do not have a release date, but it is going to release before my next project. Okay, so 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 let's check this out, listeners. By the by, the time y'all are listening to this interview, it will be out. The video will be out, and we're gonna make sure you have. Every link, whatever you need to to get towards that. So just know, like water, the official video, the official music video. Who was the video shot by? De Niro the shooter. My sure. cuz, real blood. You did hear we Tonka baby too. Real we you real did. real we Tonka shit going on yes, right sir. now, man. Y'all make sure y'all stay on the lookout for that video. Um and 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 let's dive into the video. Let's dive into the okay. music video real quick because okay. Uh, I haven't really been able to be a part of a lot of music videos when it comes to other artists. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, one, I appreciate the opportunity to be Correct. a part of something um, so amazing. And I just want to know, like, what's your what was your process, I guess, or, or how, not, I guess we don't even have to speak specifically to Light Water, but what's your process when coming up with, with, with different ideas and concepts and being, you know, one of the creative directors for your own music videos? Man, that's kind of something. Um, I know music. I know I've understood. I'm starting to understand 
how important music videos are mm-hmm. to your brand. Yeah. Right? Uh, a bad music video can really hurt your brand. Mm. Um, music videos have always been important, but as of late, that's what it can almost get you noticed faster than a good song. Yeah. Um, just because people are able to relate to you. And nowadays, people want to see you. They want to see you. Right? And, they, yeah. and people have to like you in order to follow you and in order to say, oh, okay, uh, I want to rock with this individual more. What else do they have? Mm-hmm. Do they have merch? Mm-hmm. Do they have a show coming? I'll go see them no matter where they are. You know what I mean? Um, and so that, that was one of my main things as far as my new approach to like light water um, and to this new music video. I... I love watching music videos. Like I love good music videos. Yeah. Um, I love stuff that I've never seen before. Yeah, 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 exactly. Even if it's something that, um, and what I mean by that, I don't mean like aliens and darkness and nothing like that. <laughs> I mean like something that we do every day when you can put it on the screen and make it look like, oh man, I want to be there. Yeah, okay. Like that's, okay. you know what I'm saying? Okay. Like not many people can make uh, a, a card game look cool. Yeah. But, if, but can you do that? Can you make, Playing pool look cool. Can you make getting baptized look cool? Ooh, yeah. You did what I'm saying, um, and so and, and to make it intriguing as well. Like, what can we do? Um, you know, besides all the visual effects to make people to like to pull people in. Um, and so, me being the creative director behind this, I've wanted to elevate my my, my music video game, um, and I've also wanted people to, to to come to my page and see my videos and say, "Bro, I want to I want to watch." All of his music videos, because yeah. there are a few people that I feel like that about, and I won't stop until people feel like that about me. Now that's now that's very interesting to hear. Uh, you know, having been an engineer, working with a lot of different artists for myself, mm-hmm. um, just hearing insight and just how 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 artists go about doing things. Um, you know, some artists are more so along the lines where right. they just. You know, it's always running gun. And I'm one of those artists. I'm running gun, too. I'm not going to lie. But to hear an artist actually uh, take the time to really think about what can I do to grab the people's attention? How can I get these people's eyes glued to my page right. uh, and, and, and keep them, you right. know, hungry for what I have to offer, man? That's 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 pretty interesting to hear. Uh, it's all about content. Now, like, how much content can I put out to the point where people are saying, I know if I go to this person's page, it's something new to entertain me. Yeah. You have to entertain people. Gotcha. It's not enough for that. That's why I said something earlier this year about um, dropping so much music. Because the truth is, man, I've sat in a school setting as a grown person around little kids. And that said, they have looked at me and said, hey, when you dropping music again? I just dropped two weeks ago. Oh, that's old now. I listened to that like 12 times. They're like, I listened to that like 12 times. I want something new. new I said, damn. But then you look at their favorite artist. It's a little something from SoundCloud. He got 500,000 followers. He drop a new song every three days. Yeah, That's what they looking for. And even if even if that one thing doesn't establish me as an artist, it can help me build a fan base. Mm-hmm. It can help me build a consistent fan base of people who are like, bro, y'all just don't know him yet, but this nigga cold. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like it's like how I came upon Larry June last year. You know what I'm saying? It's like he's been out for years, but it took him grinding that long to make it to my page. Mm-hmm. And now that I have, 
I kind of went back into his catalog. I was yeah, like, bro, he back, hard. You diving into the to the rest of it, man. Right. I'm gonna go ahead and let you know this though, bro. Because uh, I hear you say, you know, you 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 wanted to get to that point of where people are on your page and look. I'm I'm gonna tell you, bro. People watching, people mm. tuned in, and people <laughs> are people are fans. Uh, they're they're real supporters. That's yeah. just from my perspective of what I see. Um, you know, watching your success from from the sideline or the bleachers, wherever I'm sitting at on this right. journey, bro, I'm watching and I'm seeing how the people are interacting with you. I'm seeing, you know, the different shows you're at and and, and, and how much work you've put in since I've come across you back early 2017 right. to now, like seeing right. you build your following <laughs> on Instagram, on on YouTube, right. just seeing the numbers go up consistently, bro. Like you're doing it, you're doing the damn thing. Right, it's every day. It's every day, man. It's nonstop. Um, even when, like, when I wake up in the morning, I can do whatever, but I still music. Music is on my mind. You did like when I'm eating or whatever. Like, I don't know. It's always it's always been like that. It's always been like that. Especially especially after I lost football. Once I got done playing ball, like it took me two two or three weeks to kind of be like, man, what am I gonna do now? Um, even though I was still making music, I was consistently making music. Then I was like, but it's just something I want to take serious. And so when I finally made that decision in my head, I said, this is something I got to do every single day. Because mm-hmm. just like working on, you know, any type of agility drills on a daily basis, any type of lineman drills, you got to do them every day to become great at them. You got to yeah. put in, you have to put in 10,000 hours. It's it's a real thing. Putting in, putting in 10,000 hours, you will see the difference in what you have going. And I can say I put in 10,000 hours, but I got so far to go. And I know that because every day I, I can feel myself getting better. Yeah. So if I'm consistently getting better, I ain't made, I ain't I ain't worked hard enough yet. Yeah, yeah. Right. Respect, respect. So along with those ten thousand hours, man, uh I know you put in a lot of a lot of hours as of recent. Um you're releasing your second project for the year, correct? Yeah. Okay, so let's 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 dive into that real quick, man. And the the title of this project, correct me if I'm wrong, is this is where I am now. Right now. Yes, sir. For sure. I, I like that title. I see you released the cover art to the public recently. Um, a dope, dope, dope cover art as well. The cover art and the track listing both look just, I, man, they're out of this world, but it's so crazy because it was a moment from your real life. Yeah, yeah. So I, that's something I appreciate uh, about you, too. You incorporate a lot of real shit within mm. your artistry, yeah. bro. So let's talk about this is where I am now. Where are you right now? Man, um, I think the project is going to speak for it the most. This yeah. is where I am now. But, um, you know, we spoke on it a lot in the intro as well. I'm 26, going on 27. Uh, I'm, I think I'm in a unique position. Yeah. Um, the reason why is because I'm right there in the middle of those 20s. Um, I can honestly say I'm not like, I'm not like struggling. Yeah. You did what I'm saying. I'm not struggling, but that's because of the foundation that was laid way before I even got here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for the foundation and the and the path that I've been able to follow. Right. Um, so this is where I am now. Like I don't lost some friends this year. Um, I don't lost family members. I don't lost over the past couple of years, uh, especially if you throw in that gap year of 2020 and stuff, man, yeah. I lost a lot of people. You dig? I lost a homeboy to a fire last year. Mm. We're trying to get his grand get his granddaddy out. Wow. Died in the fire. He's a year younger than me. Mm. Um, you know, my my cousin passed away in her sleep earlier this year or late last year. Um, she five years older than me. Mm. Like a lot, a lot of that, 
lot of that type of stuff hit at home, you know, especially knowing that, you know, we, the same heart condition runs in our family. So time, time is like of the essence, yeah. you know, for me. Um, so that's why I didn't want to wait to get married. You know, my mom told me something the other day. Um, she said that my brother uh, looked at her and was like, you know, the one thing I like about, you know, my little brother the most is the fact that when he say he going to do something, he going to do it. He do it, yeah. And I've always been like that. If I want to move, let's move. Like, if if it's time to, you know, go go and travel, let's go. If it's time to sit down and uh, budget, let's do it. Let's do it you yeah. know what I mean? Because if we're going to do it, we're going to do it. Like, like what we got to talk about it for? Because mm-hmm. I was reading this book, and it said, um, you know, you always have a choice. So when I... So if I say I'm gonna stop smoking, I don't have to say I'm gonna stop smoking after this next blunt. I can Start stop smoking right, right now. now. Yeah. Now look, he just put me on the spot, people, because I've been trying to stop smoking for so long. <laughs> me too. That's why I said it. <laughs> me too. <laughs> and I made the decision right there, but then I make another decision, Not a choice to smoke another one. No, you know what show. I'm saying? So, but 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 the truth is, we do have. Choice. choice, yeah. No, that's facts. That's, that's the truth. That's big facts, though. That's big facts, though, man. Everything that we do, we have choice, and so um, just where I am now, I'm humble, bro. I've been able to buy my first home, hmm. uh, sell my first home. Yeah, I got. We you know, just being getting a little deep. We lost a kid earlier this year. We got another one on the way. Wow. You know, everything we lose, we get it back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or everything that we relinquish, we get it back. Yeah. You know, um, God say pray with expectancy. So when I when I sit down and pray in the morning or at night, in the middle of the day or any time, I really believe that the things that I'm, that I'm asking for are going to come to me. Mm-hmm. And some people may call that manifestation or whatever, but I don't even think it has to be that. I think it's just praying with expectancy. You did. You know, pull, faith. Pull that up, my yes, pipe. Yes, sir. You faith. Keep that, you did. Man. For real. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta have keep that, that faith, man. I got the faith of a mustard seed. That's all it takes, bro. That's all. That's that's literally all it takes, bro. Right. And it's it's cra- like that's all it takes for real, bro. For real. Man, you know, man, you know how they say um in literature, um, one is one, but two is a crowd. Mm. Well, one, well, one or two will gather that. Powerful, ain't powerful, it? Powerful. 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 Super dig. powerful. Man, matter of fact, there's a the the line there's a a pride in Africa right now that have the longest running pride ever in the history of us tracking animals. Right? They've been running shit for fifteen years in Africa. They got a, they got the like videos of them on YouTube and shit. On YouTube. I probably done watch them, but I don't know the name of the pride. I guess I, I can't remember their name, but it's two brothers. They twins, mm-hmm. two twins. That that should tell you right there. One of them is a little bit more reserved, but they always watch each other back, mm-hmm. right? So that I think that's a clear indication that the longest reign ever, most most prides don't have two leaders. They literally walk beside each other when they lead in their pack. Yeah. That's, that shit don't it don't that's, be seen like that. Different. That's, that's different. different. Yeah, that's that's different. That's powerful. You dig fifteen years. Mm. That's crazy, dude. That is crazy. Um, I know we were just talking about faith, though, man. I, I want to mm-hmm. ask you a question uh, because one of my one of my hopes with 
what I'm doing with this podcast is to, you know, really shed some light on people that are starting a new venture, whether they're artists, uh, engineers, mm-hmm. beat makers, producers, songwriters, or whether they have, the, you know, they're entrepreneur, whatever, whatever their creative endeavor is in life, or even if they're just looking for some type of, some um some inspiration or something, man. I just want to ask, uh, you know, with having faith on your journey within music, you know, what what's something that you you do or times where, you know, it looks like there's no light at the end of the tunnel. You mm-hmm. know, you might be going through a hard time, a hard spot. You know, sometimes life can really beat us down. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you do to keep your faith in those times? What do I do to keep my faith, man? Um, I cannot speak for years before, but as of late, these past few years, bro, um, it's been just thinking about the fact that I wake up every day and my wife is expecting something from me. Mm. Like, she's expecting something from me. I can't just sit on my ass. I can't be unproductive. She's expecting something from me, and that has taught me more how to expect something from myself in the day Mm. as well. Um, And on top of that, I truly do feel like, me and my wife talk about this all the time, I feel like we both feel like we're the ambassador of our bloodline. And what I mean by that is we truly believe and know and have done things that nobody in our family has ever done or has ever followed through with. Yeah. But I really feel like I'm following through with this shit. Like, I don't watch my dad have a band play every single weekend, mm-hmm. sell tickets. I don't watch my brother. He recording from 13, 34 now. Yeah. Do hella shows. But, just to be transparent, I'm the one that's following through with this yeah. shit completely. Yeah. And I'm doing it for them based off of the foundation that they laid for me. And I seen them do like, oh, okay. I didn't fully understand what I was seeing, but it motivated me to do this. Yeah. So well, yeah, that's where I'm at now. Yeah, man. That's that's beautiful to hear. Um, and I know for sure that everything you just said will resonate with somebody, hmm. bro. With some, You know what I'm saying? With somebody, bro. Um. Man, so uh, you know to stay on the topic. I know I kind of veer off track here now and then, man. But good. to stay on with the project of this is where I am now. Um, tell me who are some of your producers that you have on this project? Okay, so I got one of my uh, somebody I probably gonna work with for a long time, man. My guy, uh, ran it up low, produced the first two tracks. Okay, the first track is QB One. Mm-hmm. The second track is Solace. Okay. Um, QB One, I want to say he sent to me with a beat, maybe like in July. I wrote it, recorded it in about a week, um, and then I turned around Solace. My second weekend in Atlanta, he pulled up, pulled up on me here, right up top. He made the beat for me on the spot. Wow. I wrote down R E A L N I G G A, and it was over oh, with. You know what I'm saying? I, I think I wrote my first like 20 bars while he was here in like an hour. From 45 minutes to an hour, and then he left. I wrote the rest of it, recorded it right then. Um, I was holding the microphone when I was doing it. I didn't have my pop filter, you know, my new pop filter, nothing thugging. like that. Yeah, I was just thugging, you did. And uh, it sounded good, though. It sounded clear. Uh, I enunciated well. And so I said, you know, I'm going to keep this take because I see, I feel the passion I put into mm-hmm. it. Um, and so Run It Up Low did that one. Uh, my third one is OK Peter. Okay. Um, I don't know his real name. 
but his Instagram is okay, Peter. I actually asked him the day. I said, bro, how did you find me? Because you've you been sending me emails for years, bro. <laughs> how did you, I said, we didn't even follow each other on Instagram. I said, you didn't find me on Instagram. He said, man, uh, I, I was working with this service, and they were following people and finding artists that could type like match my Sound. My sound, yeah. and they found your email and sent it to me. Them I love. said, "Okay, well, shit, okay." Then I then I asked him. I said, "Uh, where you from?" He said, "I'm from Europe, bro. I'm from Serbia." Oh shit, overseas tag. Okay, you feel okay, okay Peter? You did. Yeah. So he he in Serbia. He said he in Serbia, man. <laughs> so shout out to Okay Peter. Then the third one was actually a a, a concoction. Mm-hmm. Um, that was me and uh. Just really, really just me and Logic. <laughs> that, that was me, Logic, and um, some loops that I found, what well, that I kind of, that kind of just kind of created over yeah. time, um, just like some gospel music, mm-hmm. um, some stuff that I found online, and I put it together. I let uh, one of my homies named Drew put some uh, drums on it, okay. and we went with that, man. Jeez. Actually, funny story about the last song. So the first two, uh, QB1, Silence by Low. The third one is um, Whole Thing uh, featuring Naldini. Naldini's from here. Shout out um, Naldini. Man, he, he dope. Uh, he and went, I actually was there at that studio session where y'all recorded facts. that. That was, hey. that was a dope session to be inside of as well. Agreed, man. We made a lot of great music that day. Now, sure. uh, Naldini is dope. He upcoming here in Atlanta. Um, I met him at Georgia Southern on, on some whole other, on a whole other tip. Um, but he a good dude. And he wasn't even making music then. He just started making music like two, three years ago, man. Um, he really started off as singing, if I ain't mistaken. And uh, he kind of came around, uh, started rapping, and got really good at it. Uh, and that's OK, Peter. The last song is called Oh Wow. That's the one I called a concoction. Mm-hmm. I actually produces a Seawill and Friends. That's kind of what I named gotcha, gotcha. Um, And I made Oh Wow the same day I made Light Water and Highway to Heaven. I wrote those three songs simultaneously and recorded them all in one session by yeah. myself. Um, and so, oh wow, it's, I had to drop it this year. It literally dropped with Light Water and Highway to Heaven, two songs we just talked about. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, so I'm yeah, like, it gotta like, come out this year. Yeah, but I didn't feel like it was with Tumka Baby, but I knew I wanted to drop it on something else. Mm-hmm. Um, it just wasn't the vibe I was going for with Tumka Baby. It kind of, it, it would have. I would have to change the whole project by putting oh wow on it. Um, yeah, most definitely. And so, um, yeah, that's Sea Will and Friends. It's oh wow. And these four songs, I just want people to kind of hear. I always want people to hear the growth in my new music, but with this one right here, I want them to be like, okay, I see uh, no matter what type of beat this man used. He's still gonna be C Will. He got a sound. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting really good at just being able to stay in, stay myself. Yeah. No matter what beat I'm on, and so that's what I've been working on and finding pockets. Um, Lil Yachty, I don't even listen to his music, but he inspires me because. Matter of fact, let me step back. Coyle Ray. Mm-hmm. Coyle Ray said something on her Million Dollars Worth of Game interview, and she said, "You're not really truly doing this shit." If you're not consistently trying to play around with different sounds yeah. in this music shit, it's not enough to just go up there and just start rapping and think, oh, I'm just going to become the best rapper today. Even the best rapper got to put it in a different way. Mm-hmm. Got to hit it, got to hit different flows within his own flow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Look, Yachty, that new um, Poland, I took the I wall. Like, I like that shit. I ain't gonna lie. Bro, <laughs> at first I was like, bro, what the fuck is this nigga doing? 
the third time I heard, I was like, this shit hard. It be hard. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> but that's him in the studio. That ain't number him playing sitting around in the studio yeah, playing. Yeah. And he didn't he didn't sit at home and I took the walk. No, he heard himself and was like, bro, this shit, this sound on, cool. Bro. I took yeah. the walk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like I can tell. And we also get that vibe from the song. It sounds fun. Yeah. And so um that's what I want people to hear. Um, in the, in this new project, that I want them to hear um, how fun this shit sounds to me, um, how serious it is to me. The growth in my in my voice as well, um, done with auto tune, um, and from there, well, as far as using like a singing voice, mm-hmm. I'm trying to use just my raw yeah, singing yeah. voice more than anything because people keep telling me they love it, yeah. but I didn't love it, mm. so I had to love it. Wow. I now, didn't, what, I didn't. now what's that process been like for you Like falling in love with your voice That's been a tough one Because that shit changed with every single microphone yeah. <laughs> That shit changed with every single microphone Yeah. Uh, but at the same time you know, it, I mean, It's the same It's kind of just trying to f- find it On every single microphone really But that process has been strenuous That's That's been a lot of me singing uh, Old 2000s, 90s R&B just trying to like that. Feel like that's what my voice kind of fits. I don't, um, and I don't mean like I'm not a super big on the runs, but I can hit a few mm-hmm. that are that are like significant. Yeah, right. Um, and I feel like it's like a southern, a southern style, southern soul, um, where people. I feel like I win as far as singing. Because the words that I sing are usually very, very truthful, mm-hmm. so you can feel them mm-hmm. and you believe me. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't get on songs talking it's about shooting like, guns. Yeah, nah, you, you know you, what I'm saying? Like you speaking from a real place. You know what I'm saying? And so um, I think that's why um, my, my music sounds the way it does. And just falling in love with my voice now um, has been my main. Has really been my main focus. Right. Um, taking the auto tune off of it, learning how to stack my voice using my own raw voice, um, and playing with melodies. You know, sometimes recently I can record a song one day, then I go back and I record over myself while that other track is there. I completely redo the song while I'm listening to it mm. because the first time I recorded, I might record it like. R-E-A-L-N-I-G-G-A. But then the next time I'm like, R-E-A-L-N-I-G-G-A yeah. over myself because yeah, yeah. I got confidence that I can do it now. Yeah. So I just do it again like that. And I usually do it in one take from there mm. or two takes. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And so, uh, and it usually sound clearer. It usually sound like, oh, damn, like this, this, he was, uh, he was confident in the shit that he was saying. And uh, that's where this, this is where I am now. I'm more confident than ever. To, to be completely honest, I've always doubted myself in music because I used to sit here and think like, man, bro, I got to look like a superstar, but I don't look like one. Or I got to look the part. I got to act the part. I got to say certain things. I got to move a certain way in my videos. But the truth is, bro, none of that shit really matters. At all. Right? It's more or less like, the people fuck with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm really good at people... Fucking with me, right? <laughs> you are, but I'm gonna tell you what you. I'm, I don't know if you know, but one of the the main reasons I think is because you're you're confident in yourself. You you mm. know, even if they're because we all human, we all have our own doubts. Of mm. course, 
and if you're an artist, you're gonna critique yourself harder right. than the average person. I feel, right. but you you never step into a zone of like. I don't like you. You're you. You don't have right. to like be a super tough street nick. Like right. he ain't never had to do that. And I think right. that's something that a lot of people can look at you in the eyes and respect about you. Is mm, like that's real. See, Will just he's him. He who he is. Right. He gonna keep it one thousand. Like he ain't finna goddamn try to be these niggas over here. He yeah, ain't finna nah. try to be these. He might be able to be cool with these people over here who doing this. He might be able to be cool with them niggas who over there doing that. Right. But he's going to stay in his lane. See, we're going to stay in his lane. Right. He ain't going to change. They're not going to veer from that. So a lot of people are afraid to be who they really are. Right. So I think that's one thing. I know for myself, yeah. I respect about you, but I feel like that's something. I think that that's something that a lot of people can respect you for as well. That's real. You know, um, I, I appreciate that, man. I take pride in that because I have moved from Alabama to Georgia to Texas, back to Georgia, and um, everywhere I've been is different. Like, every city is fucking different. So, so I was going to dive into that <laughs> later, but let's, let's, let's dive into that, man, because I met you in Statesboro, Georgia. Mm-hmm. I know after that you moved back to Alabama for a time. Uh, Man, I went home for three days, and that was that was it. And went straight to Texas for real. Three days. Sheesh, I left. Bullshit. I left. Um, <laughs> I left Statesboro on the July twenty eighth. Okay, I moved to uh, San Antonio on July thirty first. Dang. Okay. 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 So let's let's talk. Let's talk about let's talk about San Antonio for a while, man. What was that experience like from the time you moved down there? You know, up until the time of leaving. Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest plus out of, out of San Antonio is you know finding my wife. But I can back up a little bit further, man. Honestly, when I first got there, the music scene was um, was uh, was at its one of its lowest peaks, I believe. Mm. Um, that's just what I hear, and from what I was seeing, it wasn't a whole bunch of motion going. Um, and I ain't trying to have like no 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 start no no fire starter. Talk your shit. But Talk I'm I'm shit. gonna keep it a buck with you, bro. Talk your when shit. I when I got to San Antonio, it wasn't that it wasn't that hot. But as much as realness as I was putting out and energy, niggas had to match my energy because everybody was putting me first yeah. on stage. That yeah. shit stopped. That shit stopped. Cause niggas niggas couldn't follow up behind me. Cause ain't no big niggas sweating. You can't go after that. Cause. Can't go after no big nigga swing. He did. He sang it and rapping. He can't do that. Yeah. And so uh, I don't think I don't. I didn't change no sound. They kept their sound, but niggas really had to put more passion into the way they was going wow. going about this shit. For sure, for sure. San Antonio was dope. San Antonio, I got a lot of opportunities that aren't possible mm-hmm. in Atlanta. I don't open up for the baby in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. He gets too many choices. I don't open up. I don't open up for Meg the Stallion mm. in Atlanta. I don't open up for Trippy Red. I don't open up for Cash Page. I don't open up for K Camp. Mm. You did that. Don't happen in Atlanta. Yeah. Just because Atlanta's so big. Yeah. So I, I had I watched this radio lady say this not too long ago. Would you rather be a, you know, a, a fish in a big pond or uh, I mean, a small fish in a big pond or a big fish in a small pond. And there I feel like I was kind of a big fish in a small pond. The media um, doesn't get looked at very much. Yeah. In San Antonio, a lot of people in Texas associate San Antonio with like trash rap. And I'm just going to keep it a buck. And I hate that, but it's true. Yeah. Right? I had a lady from LA when I did an interview um, with her. Her name is Slippin', but her. Tally Spencer. 
Tally Spencer. She's uh, L.A. She runs Remix the Remix D Mag, and uh, I remember she did this interview on me. I told her I was currently located in San Antonio, but when my interview came out, it said Houston. I said, "Hey, that's a mistake. Um, I'm from San Antonio." She said, "No." You will get zero clicks if you say you're from San Antonio. Because San Antonio does not have a music market. Yeah. I said, wow. Okay, cool. This was in 2021. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, that's huge. So I said, okay. Um, and But over time, man, I've, you know... Media has grown there. I've seen podcasts come around. I've seen just uh, videographers really become uh, coming to their own, and a lot. And truth, it's so funny that people associate San Antonio with certain things when it comes to music because the amount of producers and videographers that come out of there is crazy. They got people that's doing stuff for videos for little baby. Little white boys. They trying to play. They trying to play some. Some of these people are really some big dogs in the game. Y'all trying Bro. to play them to the left. NBA NBA young boy last seven projects, at least half of those songs have come from San Antonio producers. Mm. Tay Tay made it and Vino the Builder. Tay Tay made it did the whole backyard against. Damn near. For real? Yeah. Like that's that's Tay Tay made it. He mm. twenty one years old. So it's it's really it really is some. And I mean I, I I'm knowing I'm knowing because I actually got got chance to to fly mm. out. Uh, and visit with you down there in San Antonio for a weekend. So I'm, you know, I'm familiar with with some of the artists that are down there. Uh, right. But for those that are listening, who who you know may hear from somebody else, they might hear some one thing about San Antonio right. uh, being the quote unquote you know face for 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 trash music, bad mu- music, however they say it. But there's really a lot of pressure coming from out of from out of that area. It is, man. Um, you know, I think. San Antonio is again one of those places that's in a very unique position. So many people are in and out of there that they don't have a sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Houston yeah. has a sound. Yeah. Memphis has a sound. Dallas has a sound. Austin don't even have a sound. But Austin's the capital city. Okay. So everything's there. Yeah. Media runs completely through Austin. Like the you know what I mean? So hub. yeah, like but one of the biggest artists that's come out of Austin though is Quinn FN. I ain't familiar. Um, he's had that talking my shit. Um, so then you can come beef with a nigga, then you can go eat with a nigga. But it's here, 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 young nigga dropped about three years ago and that right there and blew up. Yeah, very pretty big artist now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Pretty big. Okay. Um, but see, but that's what I'm saying. That's one of their biggest, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And you didn't even know who he was. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So that's kind of like San Antonio. Um, San Antonio got people that have been signed, uh, you know, some people that, that have been signed from there, but there's no never taking it all the way to that next to level, next level yeah, to bring yeah, people back yeah, to the city. Yeah. And, you know, Put I think, spotlight on it. and I think that's why um, the city kind of moves the way it does, right? They um, They work with each other, but they're real hesitant to support each other. Um, all the way around, and that's just being truthful. It's not like Atlanta, you know. Here, a lot of people work with each other, support each other, mm-hmm. but that's because everybody really does have the hope that we can make it to the next level. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. there's some type of like blueprint that you can follow mm-hmm. in Atlanta, but San Antonio don't have that. Yeah. And some of the people that kind of have it, truthfully, don't share it. 
So that's another thing. But all in all, my experience was good. I accomplished things in San Antonio that a lot of people have lived there for their entire life yeah, and have not been able to yeah, touch you, on. You I, matter, matter of fact, I opened up a West Side Boogie at the you beginning did, of this you year. Did, you, did, you did a lot. Just from what I've seen, I don't yeah. even know all the ins and outs yeah. of what exactly you've done, who all you might have influenced, right. um, what impact you might have had on the city. But just right. from what I've seen, you did a lot. Right. <laughs> Man, you know, and I appreciate that, you know, over the past year, people have been telling me that more um, then, more now than ever about that one thing. Let, let me ask you. Mind if I answer this real quick? Go ahead. Check, 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 check. Well. All right, we good. I don't know why that bit look like that, but. <laughs> it's working. Hey, man, we ain't got that good drink. Oh, yeah, we had, we had to get a little drizzink, man. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, we had to get a, a drizzink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, man, like I was saying, um, you know, over the past year, I had a bunch of people walking up to me, you know, um, actually telling me, like, man, when you first got here, man, you inspired me, your work ethic, the way you were trying to do stuff, the way you were throwing different shows, throwing your own shows, always doing a birthday show, um, always had studios, always running deals, um, just always kind of on the move, branding myself as music, right? Branding Seawill to Ill, making people know my name, right? Um, and staying in front of people. I mean, it's funny. Um, people always, you know, tell me, man, you know, you always on my time. Well, it's not, not a lot of people, but some people always tell me, man, you always, man, I love how much content you dropping on. Am I thinking, bro, I don't be doing enough. Yeah. yeah like, you remember that song I just made with my boy? I said, uh, um, um, uh, they're saying they don't like me because I do too much, but the world got me thinking I ain't doing mm, enough. Bro. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And that's kind of, that's really how I feel, bro. Like, some people tell you that you're doing too much or they love to see what you're doing but man I don't be feeling like I be working hard enough that's so enough, yeah. that's why I'm consistently um, shit the song I made earlier was also talking about this shit like sometimes I feel that it's, a, it's been a great year don't let me say that I done made more money this year than I ever have in my life mm-hmm. two three times more but at the same time I still feel some type of way mm-hmm. I still feel I use the word anguish I still feel anguish sometimes when I go to sleep because I'm like, bro, I could have been doing more mm-hmm. or I should be doing more or I should be in a different position. But the truth is, man, fuck it. I'm right here, right here. Right. This is where, where I am now. Yeah. So let's make the best of it. No, you know what I'm saying? Me. And I ain't in a bad position. It's just you in that bro. grind, yeah, man. You it's just that it's time for that. Yeah. You did like I don't, whatever that is. It's yeah. time for that, yeah. and that's what I want. No, nah, I, I, I feel that wholeheartedly, and I I know for sure it got to be somebody else in the world that feel where you coming from. And I just want everybody that's listening, you know, if you if if, if you're an artist or whatever, you know, I don't want to just stick to artists. Whatever it is you're doing, um, you know, you might feel like like you ain't going hard enough. Now, let me first say this. There are some people who ain't going hard enough. Hmm. So I ain't talking to y'all. If you ain't going, and you know you ain't going hard enough, you know you ain't putting no work in, you know you bullshitting, this ain't for you. But for those people that are putting in the work day in and day out. Day in and day out, night in, night out, 
Like you know you working, you know you're doing everything within your power to 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 make change and to get to whatever that is for you. Man, pat yourself on the back, sit back, get you a drink, and give yourself your flowers, man. And 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 one thing I want to do with the people that that come across this show is give them their flowers, man. And I just want you to know. Uh, from an artist to an artist, from an engineer to an artist, engineer to engineer, from all the titles, from me to you, bro, I just want to say, like, you doing your thing, bro. Thank like, you. And I ain't saying I this to tell you that. to slow down. Keep going, of course, but, you know, just take time to, to, to really appreciate um, the things that you have accomplished because you, you have and you are accomplishing a lot. And I, I really do want you to know and understand that shit, bro, because you've done a lot. Um you know, being here has helped me understand that because I haven't seen and consistently been able to see and be around people that I've known for a very long time. Yeah. Right? What I would consider a very long time, especially when we talk about friendships mm-hmm. and keeping a consistent energy with people. Um, people like you and so many other people, even some of my family members or whatever the case may be, uh, just... In settings when I've been out here in Atlanta, mm-hmm. you know, people walk up to me, oh, damn, bro, I ain't, I ain't seen you in a long-ass time, yeah. bro. Man, like, you know, and they instantly tell me congratulations on not music, being a husband, mm-hmm. you know, um, and then then it goes into music. It just mm-hmm. has to, it has everything to do with other something other than music that they appreciate yeah. about something that I've put off. And then it goes. It draws back into it. Yeah. Right. I think that 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 connection outside of the music is what what helps to, you know, create a stronger bond when it comes to people listening and supporting right. your music, man. Cause right. it's real, it's just realness. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. People can't help but to relate right. and respect it, even if it's not necessarily they're doing the same exact thing as you. Like people just relate to the real. Right. You know, that's what that's what we want out here. That's you know, right. you get a lot of, a lot of artists, a lot of people who you know got all the money in the world, got the baddest cars, the baddest bitches, the the whole nine, whatever the case, man. But people want that real shit, dog. Right. Like right. people, they they it's like a drug that niggas ain't selling no more. Right. And you happen to you happen to have it, bro. Like that realness is what people what people are uh what they're needing, man. But um. You know, I want I want to I want to touch back on uh you haven't done so much. You know, we've spoke over it briefly here and there, um, over this 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 dialogue we're sharing with each other. But uh, you know, I know when I came to visit in San Antonio last year, I believe that was April, April or May, I can't remember. Yes, sir. Uh I know you were engaged, I believe, at that point in time. Yes, sir. But I know that y'all have officially mm-hmm. tied the knot, man, and what does that feel like? Man, we got married June 12th. Two days later, sold our house. Three days after that, moved from the place we had been staying for three years together. Or from the city. Um, marriage has been an experience. A lot of people try to say that things don't change from the time that y'all get together and then marriage don't really change much. Y'all just live in the same house. That's a lie. That is a lie. Um, I can honestly say that marriage does change things because immediately 
I felt like I was in in to take take these lightly. Just don't take it for what this vocabulary words mean what this vocabulary word means, but just take it as what I'm in context. Mm-hmm. I feel responsible for my wife now. Okay. Right? Like I feel like her success is my success and my success is her success. And anything that I do wrong, I can embarrass us. Yeah. I can embarrass her. You dig? Um, and that's a lot to to take in. Mm-hmm. Anybody. Mm-hmm. But if it's the right person, you're willing to take it in. Yeah. And digest it. Mm-hmm. And deal with it from mm-hmm. there. Um, you know, it'll never be perfect. But I know for a fact that it's perfect for me. Yeah. You did what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, when we start this relationship podcast, people going to see how much we actually, like, argue. <laughs> but then we realize that when we're arguing, that a lot of the times we're arguing because we misheard what somebody said. Yeah. What one another said. So we just taking things out of context. Mm-hmm. And then when th- things get taken out of context, I'm trying to defend... What I said, yeah. and you trying to tell me why I said something totally different than I did not say, maybe, or vice versa. Mm-hmm. And that's always going to put a strain on a relationship. A One of the biggest strains on a relationship is what, though? It's money. Yeah. So how do you try to get rid of all these things that we've seen drive divorce for years in our own parents or people that we know? Just the history. How do we take those things and not let them affect us as much as possible? That's where teamwork come in. Yeah. And that's what I feel like is the has been the biggest thing that has changed from the time we got married is that there was not a doubt that I was in there, that I was in this with someone now. Yeah. Before that, It's real, but you always feel like I could exit at any time. So it's like, but now this is my life partner. Yeah, 100% committed. 100%. Yeah. And so that's that's a different feeling. That's like, take me lightly on this is the only thing I can compare it to. It's like having a brother or a sister or, or a mother again or a father or whatever. It's like somebody that's really there. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like we can get out of this, but it takes a lot more to get out of this than it will for us to just work this to, out. The work, yeah, gotcha. Because it really talk. comes down to communication. Yeah. Right. And when it really comes down to it, that's my best friend. So if we can continue to focus on that, mm-hmm. everything else going, everything else gonna make sense. Um, you know, the job changes are gonna happen. The budgeting. Uh, you know the, how much money we spend, how much money we don't spend, what we build together, what we lose together. All that's gonna take it's gonna take a toll on our relationship. Mm-hmm. But we can't let it knock us off the pivot. Yeah, gotta always be able to come back to that yeah. pivot, that pivot foot, yeah. and say, "Hey, this is where we started. We ain't traveled yet. Yeah, and we still got a chance to pass the ball. You did what I'm yeah. saying. But if I lose this pivot." All that go away. My boy dropping gems, people. We and she my pivot, and I'm her pivot. So we come back to each other and say, I I've been mad at you. 
But here's why. That take that take that takes that takes a, a mature mindset. Yeah. To do that, it takes a mature mindset and the right person. Yeah. Because if you just say, "Bro, if you just don't want to do it, you're not gonna do it for somebody." Mm-hmm. If you don't feel, you're like, "Bro, I don't owe you anything. I don't owe you an explanation." You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. a lot of times it's also about what people bring to the table. Mm-hmm. When people don't bring anything to the table. You don't have respect for them as much as you mm-hmm. think you do. You have you may have lust for this individual, but you don't have respect for All this right, individual. Bro, bro, really talking to y'all right now. You I want y'all to know that, like, man. It's, it's what people bring to the table. Yeah. That's why women lose respect for niggas. If you a bag ass nigga, that bitch going to lose respect for you. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't even know that she know you begging. If she see it. Mm-hmm. You a bag ass nigga, and she going to see that. Mm-hmm. Now, if you... Also, if you a stand up individual, they gonna see that. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And that's just really what it break down to, man. I know me and my wife's projection. I know her intentions for me and out of life. So I'm okay now, now in this day and age where I am now. Yeah. With. Days where, like I, well, I was talking shit about earlier, where she's sitting down and relaxing, mm-hmm. and she knows the days when I'm sitting down and relaxing. It's probably because I don't put in a bunch of work before. Yeah, but I can honestly say before that marriage, before we got married, we were looking at her like, "Fuck you, doing? <laughs> fuck, like, you, fuck you, doing? You lazy in the motherfucker, like yeah." But it ain't always time for that. You did what I'm saying. Uh, now we do keep it real with each other, mm-hmm. but. Ain't always time for that. And I finally understand that now. Can't say I understood that before. But now that I know that she in it with me for real, and I'm and I chose to be in it with her for real. It's the right one. All the all the shit that ain't worth arguing about, bro, dead ass. Ain't worth arguing about. Let's move on. Like, how can we both make this work for us today? Let's make it work. Hmm. Because if not, let's just go ahead and choose not to make it work and let's step away. But if we're going to do it, we're here right now, let's do it. Especially now we got a baby on the way. Yeah, I wanted to touch on that as well, man. People, you know, I can't say that I grew up without my father, but there were things that happened in my life that I ignored my father. Right? Because of things that when you're young, a lot of stuff get you get filled up in your head, mm-hmm. and I can honestly say, man, matter of fact, I meant I thought about this three days ago. Talk to him. I thought about this three days ago because I said I wanted to say this on here because I ain't never really talked about it before, man. Sometimes relationships, like my relationship with my father. Um, can be in relationship with my my father, my mother, my brother can kind of anybody's family can kind of hold you back from saying or doing certain things because you don't want to feel like you disrespected them in any way. Mm-hmm. I've always kind of held back in podcasts or sometimes in my music on the things that I may say that I really feel because. Mm-hmm. I have had my dad reach out to me and be like, oh, I don't like what you talking about me on that, or cousins or aunties. 
And that's when I started to realize that people actually listen to my music. Because mm. people listen to it ex- hoping or expecting to hear or not to hear they say mm. in my music. It's different, mm-hmm. right? So in those situations, I've had to get more comfortable with just saying it. Because if I don't say it, I'm lying. And the reason you why, up. you know what I'm saying, that can eat me up, mm-hmm. like you said, and, and it has before. And the reason why I just have to say it now is because it's still my truth. Yeah. Just because my dad didn't see something the way he did or said something to me or somebody around me or acted in a certain situation, he don't see it the way I see it. But it's still your it's truth. It's still my truth. It's still your truth. Or my mom, mm-hmm. or my brother. You know what I'm saying? It's still my truth. Mm-hmm. You know? It's just certain shit that you just, that eats you up on the inside, right? That, that you have to say out loud. Like, I finally had to tell my brother, like, I felt some type of way with you not coming to my college graduation or my high school graduation. And that's why I ain't sent you no birthday gift, ever. I had to tell him that. Yeah. I couldn't harbor that no more. Yeah. You did? I had to tell him that. Now let me. I gotta ask you now, because that's some real shit that you just you just brought up there. Um, one, how does that make you feel being able to tell your truth, especially the people that you care about, people that mm-hmm. you know you don't you you, you even if you wanted to, you kind of can't just cut them out your life forever. Right. You right. know, you, you really? kind of have a tie to your family. Um, how does that you know? How does that make you feel just being able to be at a place now of? You know, being brave enough, courageous right. enough right. to say what's true, what's on your heart, what's really real for you. Right. Um, it's kind of cliche, but say free. No, that's Feel real. free. But on top of that, I also feel um, I, I don't want to say motivated, but I feel it's easier to communicate now, mm-hmm. right? I feel like it's just easier to communicate with my parents now that even though me saying certain things, like, I, I got a song called uh, God where I say my pops, my pops, um, my pops love nomadic, but every Sunday worship you. Like, I said that because of certain things that happened in my dad's Life because of recessions, mm-hmm. right? Real life happens. Uh, I see that in one light, but that was one of his worst times in his life. Mm. So he don't want to talk about. It. He don't even talk about that. Yeah. But I also live through it, mm-hmm. so I gotta talk about it. Yeah. Or those certain things, like I said, another song where in 2012, like my God, you know, you know, my granny caught cancer and she lost in no. My granny fought cancer, but she lost in phase two. Since 2012, I seen my mama change too. That's real because I seen my mama change after her mama passed away. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine. Like, the only people she ever talked to on the phone was her mama and both her sisters. All three of them are gone now. Mm. So, who does my mom confide in? Yeah. So, our, it's my duty as a 26 year old young, young man with a mother that is still living on this earth. To change my dialogue with my mom mm-hmm. from asking, 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 needy, needy, needy to how are you doing? Call me when you 
mm-hmm. switching jobs tonight. Like, yeah. I know you ain't got nobody to talk to. Mm-hmm. I don't say that, but call me. Mm-hmm. I'm up. I might not be, but I'm answer. I'm up. Yeah. You did what I'm saying? Because who does she confide in now? I don't know. So maybe it can be me. Right, yeah. so our dialogue and our the way we communicate has to change over time. That's where the 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 growth in the relationship has to happen. And I feel like a lot of people don't it don't ever get to another level because you can always feel like you can't talk to your parent. Mm-hmm. But that's probably because you've never really taught them how you feel. Mm-hmm. That's the only time you can't talk to them is when you can't really tell them how you feel. So I had to change that. I had to tell you how I really feel so I can. So when I react the way, you know exactly why. That I, I think that 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 helps to uh, create that change that's necessary. You know, especially in those relationships. Like I say, like there's some people that are in our lives that they're not gonna not be a part of our lives, no matter how bad you might want. Like some people are just in our lives, and uh, again, you know that this sounds like like a conversation with a very mature man, you know, not a boy, not a kid, not a young man, grown like a man, you know what I'm saying? It's that man talk right now, you feel right. me? Uh and before we close out, man, I want to I want to I want to touch bases on some some more real shit uh, you know, talking to a man. Right. Um you know, over the summer, I believe it was um I, I I witnessed a public display of disagreement between you and, mm-hmm. you know, we ain't got to say no names, right. but you and another party, uh, somebody who, you know, when I met him was introduced to him as, as a business partner of yours, somebody I know that was a trusted teammate, mm-hmm. however you want to word it, somebody that, that, that was a running mate with you uh, on your musical career in this mm-hmm. music industry. Um, you know, it was it was it was a bit disappointing for me to to see how things transpired. Right. Uh, we don't even have to get too deep into it or anything. But what I want to focus on is, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, you know, after after the fact of all of that happening, um, you know how do, how does that how does that impact or how does that change how you navigate? Who you trust in the industry? Who you decide to work with? Who you, you know, who do you, who do you, how, do, how does that, how did that change how you maneuver now just with people in general? You know what I'm saying? It completely changed, changes and changed everything. Yeah, I believe it. Because I finally was able to realize you, you don't really realize how far or Deep you let people in mm-hmm. or how much you let them know about your life. Yeah. Until you're no longer friends with them. Shit hit the fan. That was right. the color show. And it can be lies, right? Because just because this person was attached to you, they can say whatever and people mm-hmm. may think it's true. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but I feel like that's where if you a man and you got a family, that's why I say me having a woman. Having my wife over these past three to four years saved me from anything being worse out of that relationship yeah. that blew up with that individual. Why? Because once I found my wife, there was really no reason for that individual anymore. Mm-hmm. And I say that it sounds weird, but I can talk business with my wife oh, she, too. Yeah, okay. She ha- she she hold she can hold she some weight saying? down. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so 
letting people. I say that I, I say this all the time because I don't know where I heard it, but shout out to whoever I heard it from. You can't allow people to to continue to have a, a role in your book when they should have been written out of the last chapter. Mm. When you let people stay alone, stay in your story, chapter after chapter after chapter. They've been supposed to be out of this one. They've been supposed to be written out of this book. Mm -hmm. You got to let people stay there. Yeah. Right? You got to let people stay there. Cannot continue to bring people. Cannot continue to um, be be, um, the the person uh, who's running everything or whatever the case may be. Um, let me step back. Um, so, yeah. So, you probably cut a little bit of that. Um, but I'm just going to say it like this. Take the time to analyze who you have around you and figure out what they're really bringing to the table and if you can do it yourself. Yeah. Because if you can, there's no reason to have someone else there. And I can honestly say that, and this is honestly no disrespect to the individual. This is all off of how I really feel. Mm-hmm. The relationship was bound to end anyway, anyway yeah. because I didn't see value in the individual anymore. That's why our business structure and business relationship changed. It went from one person having a brand to two people having a brand to one person messing up their brand and just joining the other brand. Just on some... I ain't got shit else going, so I might as well. But I still got this individual yeah, who is a gold mine, right? I know what I am. Mm-hmm. But this individual also knows what I am, not, not know what I was, what I am. Mm-hmm. And didn't have the awareness to say, hmm, how can I continue to bring value to this business relationship, but also at the same time not mess up this individual's process? Yeah. And so money, once the first time real money got involved, things went left. Mm. So I thank God for that. Yeah. That, yeah. Because I know people right now who went through six months of a business related battle trying to get signed because they manager wanted money wanted more money from the label just they manager the artist was okay with the deal but the manager wanted yeah, something different some shit, man. you see what I'm saying yeah. and so before nowadays I'm just gonna say it just like this and I'm gonna keep this all the artists out there uh, I love y'all all the managers out there I love y'all but artists, independent artists, your ass don't need a manager for real. It's going to keep it a buck with you. All that, find you somebody who, if you do have a manager, find you somebody that is willing to, one, build with you, but also can work a room. It's not enough for this individual. Just because they got X amount of followers don't mean they should be your manager. Just because they like your music don't mean they should be your manager. This person has to bring real value to your career. 
doesn't have to be a friend or it can be a friend, but whoever it is has to bring real value to a career. If you don't find that person, also, you should never reach out to somebody to ask them to be your manager. This should be a genuine relationship that is built with somebody that you can trust because at the end of the day, niggas change when it's time to sign a name on a dotted line and real money involved and they got their own shit going on. Okay? Because everybody got their own baggage. Mm -hmm. So, if you don't feel comfortable with that, do that shit yourself. Learn the music business yourself. So many resources out here to know exactly how to move. I seen you, Sabo, with your publishing. You know how I many niggas don't even know don't how to know, just go bro. in there and create an account? They don't know, bro. Shit crazy. Look, hey, this nigga ain't telling y'all no lies. Stop being lazy, bro. You, see, you feel me? YouTube University, bro. Straight up. From what from what you just said, bro. And I, what's your production company called? Lump, lump, lump made, lump made publishing, man. You did. But hey, check this out, man. From what from what C Will just dropped on y'all, bro. He just dropped some heavy shit, bro. Don't be rushing into some shit. Don't just be taking, uh, 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 don't don't just take anything from anybody because some right. shit sound good. And take your feelings completely out of this shit when it come to business. This is business. That can be your look, Sabo. I'm gonna say this. Talk to if me. you got a partner that you're doing business with, and you know, if y'all stop doing business together. That's no longer your partner. Hmm. You shouldn't do business. Oh my God. This <laughs> nigga dropping he dropping this shit on y'all for real, bro. He dropping it on y'all for real right Simplest now. Man. Way Pick I it up. Handle. He dropping it down. <laughs> for real. No, nah, that's 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 real, man. I, I ain't gonna lie, I gotta speak on that, bro. Cause this it's a few people who I I love I love them. You know, mm-hmm. I ain't got no problem. We I I I told them a couple times, I ain't never gotta make a song with you, no nothing. Uh, and I noticed, you know, relationship kind of changed, mm-hmm. and it's like, hmm, you know, I still care about them, but you know, you have to be observing and you have to, you know, treat things accordingly. But uh, you know, just hearing you say that, man, I know, I know, I ain't tripping, right? When it comes to certain people, you don't uh, have to force anything. No, anything for sure. that's forced ain't worth. It ain't real. Ain't, ain't worth it. Ain't worth it because shit is so genuine. And if you know you putting off genuine ass, genuine, genuine ass energy. This shit don't matter, bro. Somebody else's opinion or how they feel about you don't matter. And what I mean by that, the true testament, bro, you was there. You saw a real superstar pull up for me and drop two songs. No, for sure. For free. No, for sure. That shit don't happen. No, for sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to let y'all know I got to tell them, folks, man. I got the engineer some dope shit. (laughs) Y'all, hey, man. Y'all just be on the lookout. And give your engineers credit, motherfuckers. This nigga see Will got he got a lot of music uh on the way. Uh, and we about to we about to close out, but before we do that, man, first off, I just want to thank you again for um, you know, believing in my vision with this and, and, and uh taking out some time to be a part of this. Oh Steph. Um also I wanna give you a little spotlight time to tell people where to find you, how to contact you, where mm. to find your YouTube, Instagram. Uh, what email to send beats to if they looking for a feature? How to you know who to contact? How to contact? What to do, man? Hey man, hey man, I do all my business myself, man. I'm representing me. You dig? Um, I run KMF the label. Keep moving forward the label. Keep moving forward LLC. Keep moving forward Inc. 
You did what I'm saying? Uh, with that being said, you can follow me everywhere at C Will 2 ill That's C-W-I-L-L-T-O-O-I-L-L. Ain't no spaces. It's only one capital letter. Don't capitalize the W. Don't capitalize no L's. Don't capitalize no T's and shit. It's one capital letter, man. My name is C Will 2 ill You dig? Um, you can follow me on all social media at that. You can, If you want to send me beats, C Will 2 booking. At gmail.com um, I pretty much listen to everything That hit my email I don't always write back But when it's time I will hit you I promise I don't ever leave nobody Without their credits If I can find your ass Okay um, Other than that man I'm gonna keep this shit a buck man This is where I am now Drops this Friday October 21st If you hearing this right now And it's already passed Go get that shit Go stream that shit This is where I am now This ain't where I was This ain't where I was about to be Nigga This is where I am Right now So Take that shit as it is And no I ain't telling no lies There's some gangster shit There's some real shit This ain't no gangster shit, but this some gangster shit, nigga. You know what I'm saying? This ain't no gangster shit. This some gangster shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I feel like, you know, I'm still a gangster at the heart because I don't take no shit. You did? So, end of the day, man, this is where I am now. Light water music music video dropping. Sable World in the motherfucking building. See Will done bless the motherfucking podcast. Love, and I appreciate you, bro. Nah, for sure, man. Likewise, man, to all the listeners. Um, if y'all made it to this point, I just want to say I love you. Uh, you know, we really took some time to put this together, man. And and, and this is, this is, this is, this has to be one of the dopest episodes that that I've I've recorded thus far. Uh, I know for sure that any and everybody who takes time to press play on this one, download on this one, streams this one is gonna appreciate it. Uh, like water music official music video is out right now. Uh, if you're listening to this, then it's out. <laughs> um, uh, this is where I am now. Is out right now. So y'all be sure to go get that. I'll make sure that I got any any descri- description information. I have all C-Wheel 2 ills links for his videos, um, projects, uh, email, so you can contact them and everything. But once again, I just want to thank everybody who tapped in today, who tuned in to listen. Y'all keep streaming, y'all keep liking, y'all keep sending information on different topics, different artists, different people y'all want to hear speak on this on this platform. And uh, yeah, man, it's Sable World, and I'm signing out. Yeah. Well, okay, Sable. Is this what we're really doing?